calling in this afternoon with Dodd from Uniquely Organized and Utilize, a uh, local uh, company here in Raleigh that can help you maybe with some inspiration while you're stuck at home doing the whole work from home social distancing thing. Hi, Dodd. Hey, how are you? So a lot of people are spending a lot more time in their home lately and realize, you want to know what? I got some clutter that I might want to deal with. <laughs> exactly. Got it's a, a lot of time on their time. Hand. Yeah, definitely, definitely a challenging time, um, but a time where people might have some extra time to do some stuff around the house. And that's what I want to talk with you about and give some ideas to our listeners or some things to do. Um, I guess the, the biggest question I think that probably holds a lot of people up is where to start? You know, you look around your house and it goes, man, this is a big project. Where do I even start? What would you say to those people? Exactly. Um, I would say this is where my style comes in. I'm a little different than some of the organizers. You know, like in every business, we're all a little different. I focus on function, and I like to say mine is capital F-U-N, and then function, the rest of the word. Yep. And um, I'm a child of the the 80s, so, um, you know, junction, junction, what's your function? What (laughs) is it that you want to accomplish? What is your main focus? And let's get everything else out of your way. Just pick one thing. And we, we focus on that and then making you better at doing that thing. And as we move stuff that you're not, and we end up with a pile over on the other side of the room, and you're like, you know what, I really don't know why I have this. We bag it up. Right now you can't really take it anywhere because we have to stay home. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really good to think about your external storage or places that, you know, at the bottom of a closet where you can put these donations and things that you're going to get rid of later. But keep your living space to live in. <laughs> yeah. And you want to make sure everybody in the house has a place. Yes. Um, that's really important, especially with the working at home parents, where the kids need the living space to be where they can be in there and you work somewhere else. Um, the dining room is a perfect place to, t- to convert to an office. And if we think the most functional place and who who's easier to move, the kids or the parents? And usually the answer is let the kids go. If they're happy, we're all going to be happy. Exactly. So give them the bigger spaces. And that also means that we can put more stuff away that we're not using and mom and dad can sort later. Focus on the fun because right now everybody needs that. Exactly. Kids of all ages. Now, are you, and I maybe am, am thinking too deeply into this when you're saying you know, utilize this place where you can put stuff. How do you feel on like somebody having like a junk room? Whole house can be clutter free, but they got a room. <laughs> That's like, you know... In organizing, we say everything has to have a proper name. We don't. I don't deal with with stuff. People are like, "I need you to come help me with my stuff," and I'm like, "Okay, what does that mean? Like, what are we talking about? Like nuts and bolts, or you know, do you have a car engine in there, or <laughs> you know, horseshoes?" Um, really think about it. Goes back to function and what it. What is it that you're touching? And everything has a place, and everything needs to be in its place. If you have too many of one thing, you have to make choices. And mm-hmm. I like to say that the space commands how, how diligent you are and how disciplined you have to be. Um, but, you know, nobody needs 30 of anything. <laughs> However, if you have a big enough cabinet and you can store 30 and be functional, that's great. You can keep those. If your cabinet only holds seven, then I don't say that you have to get rid of X amount. Your your shelf is telling you. You can have 
as many as can fit on that shelf and you can still go in there and be functional. So really deciding, you know, you know, all of these, all of my kitchen things are going to fit in the kitchen. And once I have everything where it needs to be, then I don't need any more. I need to get rid of something. Exactly. Good exactly. Deal. And it, 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 it flows very easily. Most people, as soon as I, they call me, they ask me to come and help them. And the first thing they say before they let me in the front door is I'm not getting rid of my stuff. And, I'm not selling nothing. I'm not doing a yard sale. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Those are usually never come out of my mouth unless you bring them up. Mm -hmm. So I said, yes. I said, I don't make you throw away anything, and that's your decision. And I don't, you know, I don't throw away people's things. I said, you'll want to get rid of some things, and there's better options than putting it in the trash can. I'm a big proponent of less waste. And there's always somebody that has nothing that would be very appreciative of your mismatched dishes. And so I, I'm a very big um, advocate of moving things to the best place that it's going to be used yeah. and do a lot of donations. Absolutely. Um, so I'm a pile maker. I make lots of piles of things I think I might use later. Or I don't want to throw away this paper because I might need it later. Um, and then they get so tall, they tip over, and then I do like a big massive purge and I throw away things from like years Right. What do you say to somebody like me that's like, you know, make a space or something and, you know, so it's not just piles everywhere? How do you deal with somebody like that? Your piles would be limited. We'd have to really see about, you know, what, again, what your space, where you're storing it. Um, if you are a pile person and you are not acclimated to make changes very fastly, I tell you, stack your stuff smartly and safely. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't put things on the floor. It's not a healthy thing to have pa- paper on the floor because there's moisture everywhere. Um, so you have to have a table. And then your table, I always say, you know, you're putting together a puzzle piece or you're putting together a puzzle. Everything's a piece in that puzzle. Put your stack in relation to where you're at. Mm-hmm. And we do vertical. My clients convert very quickly from horizontal placement to vertical placement. We would get you a box or a bin or something and have you stand those papers up. Yep. I'm going to have to divulge a secret. The box is going to limit you. Your stack's only going to get so big because the box is only that big. Then you're going to have to do something. And then you're going to go back to you can't have a junk drawer. You can't have a miscellaneous. You can't just have a pile of unrelated things married together and just sitting there for no apparent reason. Um, Touch it once mentality really helps people like that. When you're going to set something down, what is it? And can we put it in a folder and put it in a file drawer? Mm -hmm. Or where does it really belong? Take that extra five minutes and complete your task or your process. Because most likely you're you're done with whatever you were working on. You're just going to drop it. And you end up making a pile of books, papers, you know, your socks from yesterday. Everything gets sandwiched in. And if we go ahead and, and again, see our things as what they are, go ahead and name them. Put your socks in the laundry. Put your books on the bookshelf or, you know, that type of thing. You don't end up with that pile. Magically, you're going to be like, what in the heck happened? And you're going to be more functional. You're going to get more done because your stuff is where it needs to be when you're ready to do that activity. Absolutely. That kind of leads into the next thing. I I, um, recommend making kits and project boxes for things. Right now it's great for the parents to collect all the crowns and all the scissors and glue 
and things. And as soon as you hear that magic word, mom, I'm bored, get the creative box out. Get, you know, name it something that they're going to re- do. Because if you say homework box, they're going to be, uh. <laughs> um, But when you go to do something, have all your supplies together, and you're going to be so much faster. You know, this comes from a lot of the guys in the workshops. And, you know, when you work on the car, you have your toolbox and you have pretty much what whatever you're going to need when you pop the hood. And if we do that in all of our projects, it just makes things so much easier. You just reach down and, go, and you keep moving and you're going to get your, your thing fixed and you're going to be happier while you're doing it. Love that idea. Now, they're uh, a big popular Netflix show, the the one we won't name, but the hold it and see if it sparks joy. Uh, yes. what, what's your stance on that? Um, unfortunately, I've been married for a long time, and there are times that, you know, you love something, but it's it, today is just not the day. Um, you do want to love the thing versus, oh, it's nice, or, you know, it's useful is the thing most people keep everything for because it's useful. Is it useful to you, and are you doing those activities now? You know, if you Mm -hmm. have a floor full of snowboard material here in North Carolina, I'm going to ask you exactly when are you going to use your snowboard, you know, things. Right now, we can at least put them in your external storage. Yeah. You know, so again, going back to function and when, what are you going to do with it and when are you going to do with it? And then I make my clients go to their schedule and we actually make an appointment. Um, if I were to call you and you made an appointment with me, you're not going to so easily just blow it off. Yeah. If we make appointments for the things that we say are important to us and that we want to do, Someday is not in your calendar, so that doesn't work. You can't keep saying, well, someday I'm going to make this, and someday I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have Monday through Sunday. <laughs> Pick a day. If it can't be this month, then, you know, some things are a little far off. But just like the snowboard equipment, if you're if that's really a passion of yours, we can put it in outside storage and make you a date in October to go snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, th- those things, being very practical and active. If you say you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> if you don't do it, then we need to, you know, consider that those items are, are not something you're going to use. Exactly. Um, I know a lot of people probably fall in this category. I'm sure you've run into clients with this where you, you get into their closet and they go, oh, that's the stack of clothes I have that if I lost five pounds would fit again. Right. <laughs> How do you deal with that pile? Do you you know? Do you say, "Well, go ahead and, and do it and see if see if you want," or do you say, "Well, let's get them out of your closet." We reorganize because people pick the wrong containers, the wrong size bags. Yeah. Um, you need to see it to to keep it in your focus and really think about you're paying for that square footage. You're giving that item area in your life and you you can't have something else because that's there we make that a a soft goal and we go ahead and get them planning it it's like okay what are you doing right now to lose that that weight that eating that whole chocolate cake on the counter that i saw in the kitchen that's that's a step backwards you're not going to lose weight unless you're going to work it off and you know there's a way to do everything but do you want to work that hard to make bad choices when instead of the cake, you can be eating a salad and you're going to get in those clothes a whole lot faster? Exactly. 
So with everyone being at home and they're looking at stuff to do now, um, and this might not be as cookie cutter as I'm trying to make it, but if, if you had to pick a space um, for somebody to start with, that's a the good starter space in their house. Um, is, is there like a true, like, you know, if you've got a day, start here, start in the bathroom, start in the closet, start in the bedroom. What is there a place like that? Sure. Everybody can start in their bedroom. That's the place, that, the first place you wake up in the morning and the last place you go to bed at night. It affects your dreams and, and that type of thing. The faster you get up in the morning and you you can get dressed, that you can get something done before you go to work. Mm-hmm. And then my second would be the kitchen. Yep. Get rid of all 17 half-used baking sheets you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or at least, you know, at least move them out of the primary storage. If you're a big baker... You need them for when you're doing you know, your bread, but you're not baking bread today. So, yep. you know, be conscious of what, again, I go back to the, it, you have to subtract things to make a difference. Yep. And really, you know, start adding up all the things that are in your space. How much joy is it bringing you? If the joy is not there, you have too much stuff. If you subtract something and you have space to do better um, storage, you, you're going to be happier. Excellent advice. Dodd from Uniquely Organized and Utilized. How can uh, people reach out to you if they want uh, to have you into their home for some you know, expert help? Absolutely. Um, I have a Facebook page that is well-stocked with information and ways to con- connect with me. And I'm also on Google, Google My Business. If you Google Uniquely Organized or Dot A. Wiggins, I'll pop up. Excellent. And I have a website, by you know, my company name, .com. Excellent. Uniquelyorganizedandutilized.com. Dot, thank you so much for sharing some of your uh, expertise and insight with our listeners. Thank you so much.